see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. On the show today, uh, special guest Andrew Crones, uh, all the way from. <laughs> is it Crones? It's no S. No S. Just Crone, like uh, C R O N E. But not like Crones. Not like Crones with like the, the shit bubbling up and coming out of your ass. Is, um, is that a. Um, is that bad? Crohn's disease? Yeah. Apparently it is. I don't know. My buddy has it, and he's his uh, his whole life is different. He's he, he has a. Uh, you kind of waste away, I guess, yeah, from the yeah. diarrhea, right? Like yeah. in a third world child. In your bathroom, you have to get all this furniture for your bathroom, like like props, steps for your legs to be up, and a bidet to clean your. Because it's explosive, hole. right? Yeah, you don't. Want it. It's too much paper. It's a waste. Yeah, so. you're, you're going through like. A, an acre a day. Just well, my friend is. My friend is not me. Yeah. Oh, you sorry. I don't have it. No. Oh, I thought this was like a nickname you. Andrew no, it's Crohn's. literally my last name is Crone. And oh, there's no S. And there's no S. Somebody told me that earlier. They said there was no S. There's on no your last S name. But uh, pretty much the first time I ever went on stage, the host, this guy's uh, some some a disease, Andrew Crohn's, and I was like, oh. Ugh, terrible. Yeah, that's that's what you're working towards to be that guy. I if you stay yeah. in this in this country doing comedy long enough, you're going to be the Crohn's guy, the Crohn's comedian. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that gives me something to work towards. Well, how old are you now? Uh, twenty eight. Perfect. That's like a right around the age people start getting Crohn's suicidal. and IBS. Suicidal. Yeah. Well, that happened a little earlier. In oh, my really? Life. Did you yeah. have, Did you have an attempt, or was it just heavy contemplation? Just heavy contemplation. I yeah. never actually tried it. Cause, uh, what kind of themes were you working on? Because I'm a bit of a showman, mm-hmm. so I've just you know had a little talk with myself, and uh, potentially some scenarios. It would have as a comedian, it would have to be something funny. Like, yeah, I want the firemen giggling. Yeah, I would like. like you got to see this. The this EMTs guy. are trying to keep a straight face yeah. the whole time. Yeah, why does he have women's makeup all over his body? Yeah, why not just his penis or his mouth? Why is it? And everywhere, his ankles everywhere. He he's, was raped by rodeo like clowns. It's like he's doing blackface and lipstick. <laughs> Just face first into a wheelbarrow full of hooker makeup. <laughs> but uh, no, I would probably glue my hand to various parts of my body so I look shy with a rope uh, around my neck, covering like, your privates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like my neck is four inches longer, and my eyes are bugged out, and I've got a broken neck, but. Don't look at my wiener. But don't look at my nipples, please. Don't. Cover your filthy... I'm sensitive. I can't get into heaven with a greasy hole. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to start, because I, I know a little bit about you. Um, 
when this was uh, discussed many months ago, um, uh, Drew had um, and I had been corresponding about doing a, a tour in Western Canada around April, and um, I was looking at kind of B and C markets, yeah. you know, smaller towns and places I, I hadn't been to in Kamloops. I don't think I've been here in almost twenty years. You know, they, the comedy circuit at the time. All these little towns that you guys are kind of just trying to get a comedy scene going. Yeah. Twenty years ago, it was kind of a regular touring. I caught the aftermath of. Yeah. The, the one nighters slowly drying up. Kelowna definitely one. used to just be a touring town to stop stop on the on the way. Yeah. There used to be a yuck yucks there even I think. Yeah. Uh, where? <clears throat> In Kelowna. In Kelowna. Uh, yeah, they had a blue what? blue notes or something. Like that. That's right. That I think that was the last gig I played. Yeah. Um, no, actually. I did that that one gig for Rob uh, a few years ago, but um, I don't understand. Like I was talking to Drew yesterday about the kind of pie of Canadian show business and stand up, and how these sections, and that there's you know a good sixty percent of the market that's being untapped just out of lazy comedians. Yeah, and I think Kelowna especially, we are a pretty lazy bunch. I get it. When your peers are twelve deep, and these are the this yeah. is your class for the next five years, and most of them are awful, and uh, three of them have talent, and one of them might have mediocrity. Yeah, mediocrity, mediocrity. mediocrity I think mediocrity. I had eggs this morning. So uh, that'll, that'll, that'll do it. A little way. I guess have double yogurt. Your cholesterol's up. Man. Oh, I'm out of it. I'm out of it. But I had some kratom. Have you had kratom? Holy shit. I have had Kratom. Yeah, it's great. I got a sack of it behind you. Um, I uh, bought some microdoses off a buddy of mine. Yeah, little capsules? Yeah, and he gave me a big bag of this, like, I guess it's kind of off-green powder. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck's this? It looks like aquarium scraping. Yeah, it looks like algae. Yeah, yeah. it's very earthy. Uh, it smells very earthy as yeah. well. And he's it's like, bark. Oh. He's like, oh, it's Kratom. You can microdose with it the same way you would microdose with mushrooms. Mm-hmm. You just put it in, like, a smoothie or whatever. Sure. And then one one day I was gonna try it. It was a Saturday. I didn't have to work. I figured that was a good. How many pills? How many capsules? It was just just powder. Just oh, a just bag a, of, yeah. of powder. But I couldn't remember if you said one teaspoon or one tablespoon. Yeah, but that's not bad. I went with the bigger dose because you're an animal. Because I'm an explorer. <laughs> an explorer and with no equipment. I was like, is it one <laughs> tablespoon or one teaspoon? Yeah. Oh, let's go with the tablespoon because yeah. you know, red wire, blue wire. I've never done this before, but I'll go with the bigger amount. Yeah. And I don't want to fall short of a heart attack. Do you find that it comes on slow? Yeah, all of a sudden you, you, your face kind of turns up. You start smiling a little bit. Yeah, like you find like fir- I, I explain it as like getting your first bicycle when you're a kid. You just have this kind of ah, this kind of glow about you of freedom and yeah. and, and uh, hopefulness and and uh, false sense of. Uh, you <laughs> get that same euphoric feeling with mushrooms a little bit. Yeah, as you're coming up. Yeah, in the first two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the first two hours, I was like, oh, this is great. I feel fantastic. And then the chimpanzees start jumping out of the fucking chimneys. It's starting to slide. Uh A few hours later, um, I Some people get very nauseous. I couldn't feel my body at all. Really? I didn't feel anything. Okay. I went from feeling euphoric, feeling great, to just, I don't feel anything. Checked out. Yeah, like... Did you feel um, like, uh, like this was like you were losing grasp of yourself? Or you were just kind of just slipped away? Uh, I didn't feel like I was... No angst to it? 
tripping or anything because there wasn't yeah. really any visual aspect. No, I found which was yeah. Which people I always assume with feeling good that you're psychedelic. Yeah, and that's yeah. not the case. But uh, yeah, I just was just on the couch, not moving, just mm-hmm. watching Seinfeld or something, and yeah. not even reacting. Laughing again. Not even <laughs> reacting really. At this point, I was just stone. Like I don't. And my my roommate Jordan comes home, and I just go, "Hey, have you ever heard of kratom before?" Yeah. And he just goes, oh, yeah, my f- friend used that to get off opioids. Yeah, yeah, like people with heroin addictions yeah. and stuff. And yeah, and I was like, oh, that's probably why I'm feeling this way. It does have that, uh, I think that is the gear change, you know, with none of the, um, well, speaking of Boomer's asshole. <laughs> well, Boomer, it did come up earlier. Boomer got, uh, he got addicted to it. To Kratom? Yes. He had to wean himself off that's, of it. That's what kind of scary, I haven't, I haven't done it again since. But. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, oh, really? Oh. No, I, I, I mean, I, spread I, it out. I have a whole bag still, so yeah. I'll, no, I'll do it again. But I, I have a couple, maybe two teaspoons a month, and and that's just kind of like, ah, the weather's nice, and I'm feeling a little pig panish about myself. Yeah. I'll do a little sprinkle of fairy dust on the day, and then I'll go out and be pleasant with people. Yeah, I'm doing it for society. That's what I do. Too. I'm a very angry person. So That's I, how you got the gig. Yeah, <laughs> I go. This guy sleeps with a gun under his chin. <laughs> and when I saw that clip, I was like, "Okay, first of all, you had you had you knew how to write a joke. I could see that you had uh, a stand and, and deliver presents, and uh, and you were, looked like things were not going well after the shows. <laughs> Your life. Yeah, I don't know. know how long I'm, that I'm an angry, sad person. Yeah, I. Uh, I was on antidepressants for about seven years. I just got off those Fantastic. two months ago. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow. Um, Love it. Yeah, except they come really fast now. That's, That's the thing you're saying. So what, are you going to hear too? Fast for who? Yeah, me. I want to have some fun, a little bit. Yeah, then you go in again. If you got to look at before you get like old, you can reset. Bite a hole in orange and throw your underwear in the fireplace. There you go. You can do it. Just because you blow no. when you put it in doesn't mean the show's over. As do I, I am. I do. I and am a big fan of. If she's disappointed because you get went off in your pants before you get your shoes off, then call her fat. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking settle it right down. I did a. You I, just call her fat, so I did a show. Make her cry. I did a show in Lethbridge, Alberta, once. Bragger. And uh, yeah, whew, oh career. Hold I on. think that. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna brag on top of your bragging. That used to be two shows over the course of a weekend and it was the comic stayed in the same hotel room for 20 years the carpet had a hum and a moisture to it like it mm. bothered loads like, like comics have been dumping ladles like women wouldn't want to sit on that carpet women have been eaten out on that carpet <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, the whole the, the selling point was like it's not good my mom, but there's free porn in your room oh there you go and the comics were like I, well I like to jack off in hotel rooms? Who doesn't? I don't like jacking off in yeah. hotel rooms. You have to clean up your own mess. Unless I'm standing in the window. <laughs> I like to do it face to the construction Exhibitionist. Site. Yeah. I had sex with a lady who wanted the windows open so that the neighbors could watch. And you, obviously you agreed to this. I yet. sat, you know what, I do, I pray to the devil. And um, one day... You know, I don't really expect any of my prayers to get answered, but I met this this goth girl came to the show, like was presented to me. Yeah. By herself. 
front row, like Betty Page looking kind of girl. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right? I know the type. You know the type. I lost my virginity to a Betty Page type. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? That girl wears a dog collar in the supermarket. Yeah. Imagine what she'll wear in the bedroom. Well, imagine what, what she wear won't in, wear in the bedroom. What she won't wear in the bedroom. I don't like a lot of uh, costume. You never bring that into it myself either. No, it's like, because then the argument starts. Well, you don't like this? Well, I didn't pick it. I picked a hole. Also, I want to see the woman naked. I don't want to see her wearing clothes. Not only that, is sometimes these beasts use... They're, they're very clever with the camouflage, and then you get a strong ham. Mm. She cuts the cord on the back of the corset, and six ounces of fondue comes sliding Just out of the bottom of the dress. Yeah, and you're like, don't lie to me. Take out your contacts. Yeah. Pull your butt plug out. Start scratching your balls and go, where's the restroom? No. You gotta go. Yeah. You yeah. gotta go. Anybody who stands pissing up in my hotel room besides me can't hang out. <laughs> That's good because I sit when I pee. I know. That's, I, read it. <laughs> I was on your Wikipedia page before uh, this guy sits down. That was the first thing. Over all your credits. That was uh, for Andrew Crohn's. That wasn't mine. Oh, it's your stunt double. Yeah, that's with the S. Um, yeah, I've had some people have some people. It's weird because there's some people in the entertainment industry that share the same last name as me. Gross, for, yeah. First name. And uh, they must be fucked. Can you imagine... Having the name Jason Rouse and yeah, trying to and do not, anything else. Yeah, and not being Jason Rouse. But being like a Googleable person. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty rough. That'd be fucked. Like applying for a job or something online so they don't know what you look like. And they go, oh, Jason Rouse. Google that. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, this asshole. He wants to work at the school? <laughs> I worked at a school. Really? I did co-op at a school for a grade school I used to attend when I was a what kid. Is, what does that entail, co-op? Uh, well, co-op was... A thing it was like prisoner release program. Okay. So I went to this kind of like orange is the new black type of school, all boys vocational school yeah. in Hamilton Ooh. in the late eighties. Uh, it was a bloodbath, and um, you could they would create little ways of them legally making you someone else's problem more or less. Yeah. And there was options where you go work in a recycling plant, and you would get like I don't know a fifteen cents an hour. I think it was. It's a high school set. So it was like slave labor. But the the kids were so like, well, fuck it. You know, I'm away from home. I'll be away from school. I can go poison this environment until they tell me to fuck off. Anyway, yeah. Right. And I might make 20 bucks. Uh, I feel like that's actually good for those kinds of kids. Sure. In specific. Yeah, they're they, not going to university. They, they want to be in school. There's no law degree coming down the pipe. For and, any of us. You know, no offense to those kids, but those are probably the jobs they're going for after school anyway. Those are the jobs that we were uh, kind of misled into thinking that we could get. I yeah. remember a very distinct moment in the class. About two years into the, <laughs> my long academic career, and uh, one of the kids stood up. I think his dad would had owned his own sheet metal uh, air conditioning company or something like yeah. that. He's like, I, I like my dad owns this company. Like you guys need a ticket, and to get a ticket, you can't have basic math, English. Yeah, you like, need to. You need a. You need a, 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 a yeah, there was basic. There was I don't even know what the system rating is now, but it wasn't enough to go and push a broom in a steel mill. Yeah, and I was I was like, what? I kind of thought I was under the impression that like family union. My uncle worked there. My grandfather worked there. You know, so you kind of get into family seniority. business sort of thing. Yeah, I'll yeah. go and be miserable alcoholic and work in a factory. 
you know, like father, like son. Or my dad didn't work in a factory, but hard labor, more or less. And um, I was too dumb for it. Thank fuck. I'm too lazy for it. You're too lazy for it. Are you lazy? You look like you have scoliosis. <laughs> if you spent six months I don't, doing yoga, uh, you would look like an Olympic swimmer. But you do look anemic. I'm lazy. Undernourished. I'm weak. And weak. <laughs> you know, unfuckable is what the lady said across the street. I believe I heard her say that, yeah. yeah. Unfuckable was the word. She spit a condom into a mailbox. So yeah. She'd rather... But there's beautiful women here. Like, I... I I asked uh, Drew earlier, like, you know, what's the deal? Like, is there some more sort of athletics? Like, there's Olympic athletes in this city. Yeah. Right? It's a hockey town, I think. Is that what it is? I think so. Oh, these are fucking strippers trying to fuck NHL up-and-comers. Yeah, exactly. They call them puck bunnies? Puck bunnies. That's... Yeah. I've never heard that, but I love it. You've never heard puck bunnies? I've bunny? never heard puck... Actually, maybe I have. Okay. Yeah, on our don't-give-a-shit list, what you call a fucking... Hooker that hangs out with hockey players. Oh, puck bunny. Okay. That sounds like the worst party ever. You know, some guy's gonna eat a cum shot off a crack. Oh yeah, There's, it's just you're moments away from quote unquote gay shit, but they would never call it that because no. that's gay shit. Because next thing you know, the door swings open. There's three guys waxing each other's assholes for tan lines. Are we hockey guys are the weirdest, <laughs> man. Yeah, Boomer's a hockey guy. Look that explains a lot. Yeah, that explains a lot. Sue Greyhounds. He made out with all the uh, peewee teams before they went on. All the kids, you know that movie Spinal Tap where they all have a cold sore? Yeah, yeah. Boomer made out with all these uh, young hockey men. And they all ended up with the same barnacle bill. That's hilarious. Big pepperoni stains on your face. I'm really glad you showed me that picture earlier. Oh, by the way, you just saw... And now I know that you think, ah, it's just, this is just a thing he does. No, I've been doing this for over a decade. And, um, you know, guys like Andy Dick yeah. said it was gross. Andy didn't think it was... I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. When I, I was a little gonna boy... We're going to have merchandise coming out. <laughs> the doing, shirt? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm going to make it... You know when you you load an image so much, it's kind of got that kind of like, oh, oh, shit. You know, you make it larger than life. So the the pulling hands, ass like the ass cheeks will be around Around here. the shoulder yeah. area. So it looks like there's hands on the shoulder... But the hole... It'd be right in the center. Right there. Dead and then center. a long shirt, so his dick is right where your dick is. That's genius. And then, I don't know what's going to go on the back. Maybe, like, Happy Holidays or something like that. Or Hug Your Mom or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Free hugs. Free on hugs. On the back. Yeah, and that's perfect. And then they got the yeah. and Whoa! Oh, is that, Jesus! Is that Boomer's asshole? Jeez, I just saw that from the guy in Tim Hortons. Do you know him? Anyway... I went, when I was a little boy growing up watching a video and trial and much music, I, yeah. I would point at Boomer and say, one day, <laughs> I'm going to see his asshole <laughs> and his dangling cock and balls. Oh, the burnt bologna stick. That's <laughs> a weird looking dick. It's a weird thing, isn't it? It's a weird thing. Weird dicks are funny, though. He's, he tried to get his, cars out of, his car keys out of his car with his dick, and it's all bent. But anyway, enough about Boomer's cock and balls and blown out asshole. <laughs> he was on an episode of, uh, if you Google how we do it, the Howie Mandel hidden yeah, camera yeah. show, uh, Boomer uh, was brought in to do a uh, prank, uh, was the instructional video for yoga. And uh, he is a, a unique gift. Um, it is a gift. He can fart songs. Really? Like Twinkle Twinkle, Happy Birthday. 
Um, and they're the greasiest, like, shoe oh, I, stainers. I've seen his asshole, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds worse. It sounds like monsters drowning you when mean, he farts. You mean the bark is worse than the bite? <laughs> the barf is worse. <laughs> the barf is worse than the bite. Yeah, no, he's got a terrible thing. Anyway, enough. I, I make myself sick. Um, so you're in purgatory out here. Uh, yeah, I'm in you Kelowna. Really, you've been doing comedy for how long? Four years? Almost eight. Almost eight years. It'll be eight in January. Oh, you gotta go. But it's you can m- tell. most of it's been in Kelowna. I tried Vancouver for a little Terrible while. Terrible idea. I don't, I don't fit in there. No. Um, you've seen my act. You gotta go to Toronto, man. Toronto yeah. or New York? You're in the East Coast. I feel like it would be a transition. I would do a Toronto, then New York. Yeah. Do that. Totally do that. That that that's the 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 third uh, the second third part of your career. I've always go. This is this is uh, you're in a um, you're you're shadow boxing in a, in a special Olympics. Yeah. So you go to Toronto. Uh, you're going to be in the best college in the world for comedy in 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 North America. Yeah. I think Toronto. I'm sorry, in Canada specifically. There's no better place for variety and just. Anywhere that's densely populated in a modern city is always going to be great. And if the weather's miserable, it's even better. London. I'm not a big fan of great weather anyway. Well, there you go. Move to Edinburgh and live your fucking best life. I'm a big fan of pathetic fallacy. So when the, the, the uh, when it's raining outside, I was like, oh, it's just like, just like my heart. Yeah. So It mirrors your feelings. It mirrors how I feel inside. Well, so when you see it raining and people are kind of a little sour in the face, do you come up one notch? I I smirk a little bit. I, okay, no. but it's not like malicious. Like <laughs> no, I hope you fall. And hurt no, I would never do that. No, but you're kind of like, you know what? It's nice to see everyone wet together. Yeah, we're all in this together. Get it's kind of it. COVID. A little bit. bit. Yeah. Now, I have been uh, look at I. I navigate the day the best I can, um, and when I say that, the hour I'm outside. Yeah, uh, during the day. Yeah, I don't go outside uh, much either. Especially in this town, like there's a lot of nice people, and you know, I talk a lot of crazy shit all the time, and people are walking by, and they listen because they're not rude. They're just. They're I have present. noticed that about Kamloops, everyone is very friendly here. Yeah, yeah, just, like where I thought some, like somebody was hitting on me, but oh, this is just a normal courtesy yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I gotta rewire myself that if people are nice to you they don't necessarily want anything from me like going from Los Angeles to Kamloops oh Jesus <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's crazy it's the most like this is a very genuine nice it almost looks like a scene out of a, out of a Hollywood movie like are you, this, it has a back to the future very back to the future yeah. it's very Hill Valley vibes yeah um, Kelowna's not like that Kelowna's more of a uh, standoffish town I find well, because you've get outside douche. Yeah, there's move there. We've got all the oil douches that come. So there. you've get like, and then all the women who want their money. Exactly. So you've got a lot of whipped cream on that dog shit. Yeah, like it's a. Uh, but that's think of okay. Think of all the constant move to Kelowna. That's Hollywood. Yeah, that's the all the everyone. Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone, except the people that live in Kelowna are failures. Yeah, because they couldn't hack they in couldn't Hollywood. They couldn't hack in Hollywood. <laughs> so they take all this puffed up bullshit yeah. and bring it to a fucking wooded town. Mountains on it, yeah. either side. Pick, it, pick it, up your trash, asshole. It's just it's pretty much just a, a cocaine and tourism town is what it is. Yeah. yeah, a lot of bank. It's funny to see people try and do kind of Beverly Hills, Rodeo Drive type of hustle. 
like treat uh, Kelowna like Aspen, Colorado, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of like people retire this, there. This fuckhead with the white Ferrari that why through here. Oh god, he's so yeah. separated from yeah. everything that's here. Like you would fit right in in Kelowna. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, this guy, some kid rented one for the weekend, or no, probably didn't. He actually has the money. The kid, but um, Kelowna is a, a nice place. But yeah, it, it's I'm sure around the summertime, the city's kind of like oh, well, it kind of helps with the tourism with the money. Like they, it probably is a big chunk of. What keeps the snow off Actually, the road. Actually, the, the thing I like about comedy specifically in Kelowna, well, before COVID, obviously, mm-hmm. um, m- normally comedy slows down in the summer in some places where it would pick right up because of all the tourists in yes. Kelowna. That was one thing I liked. Yeah, um, you know, that's why I've understood like these, these um, but they, again, try and get Canadians or anybody in, in this country to go inside on a nice day. So yeah, if that's you could do an outdoor tented comedy event or you know something like that, that that might appeal. But there's definitely people that are I don't know what it is, I don't know like these getting people to come out to shows in these other markets. And uh, I know that you guys are not like people have been trying to do stand up out here and, and have an infrastructure and a circuit for years. And yeah, you know I don't understand that why. You know, a province of geography can't make all the clubs work in some way or another. But at least the D circuit, where you guys are doing these one-nighters and putting stuff together, and I don't know, it's a lot of work, and it's part of the reason why I left. Like, I spent a lot of time uh, struggling just to try and create some sort of platform that I could stand on, and having nothing but problems and, and hurdles and just people not getting there or not really wanting to do anything, and and uh, so that just made me leave. I started building bridges very quickly. And that's why I seen when I saw you on stage last night. I'm like, this guy's a, you know, you're coming up on close to ten years now, and uh, you say you want to do this indefinitely. It'd be like, I don't know. Have you not gone to Toronto before? Or? Never been. No. You've never been never to been. Toronto. Oh, dude, you're never. You're gonna go. That's my bump. That's my friend. That's my friend. That I, like you. You're so. I know the people you're, that are going to be your buddies. I know a lot of people from there because yeah, they come they through all here. Come through Don't here. they? I know they a lot must, of good guys. Yeah, you work with them. Oh yeah, Natish. Yeah, Randall Gorman. Yeah, I said all those names before you told me them. I know who. Yeah. Your, like yeah. I know who you're gonna hang, your hangs are, and the Vancouver end of things. That's all fucking idiots. Yeah, it's suck. very clicky over there. And clicky? It's a fucking it's, codependent it's mediocrity. T- I hated it when I it's was shit. there. It's shit. It's shit. Um, I started there, oddly enough, but um, I realized that, on you know, I grew up around steel workers in a, in a fucking fucked up city. It was not... The sensitivities of Vancouver was like, pfft, how are you guys going to get through a day? Like, It's crazy how <laughs> sensitive they were over there. It's... It's almost... It's stupid is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's completely stupid. But everybody's in a really stupid phase of their lives. Yeah, they, yeah. There's just... The, the amount of uh, information coming down the pipe and just memes and jokes and... Like, everybody's a comedy writer now. Yeah. Everybody's got their own not take. That, not and that photo. hard, apparently. Either. Yeah. No, it's insane. So, the uh, the market has been flooded because the dam busted. Because yeah. of COVID flatlined the industry. So, this is the perfect time... For you to go to Toronto and uh, and and ruin your life, that's yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> 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 no, because because COVID kind of 
But you least, guys, you guys in your your age group that come through here, I don't know. I just frustrated. Like I don't. I see like because I know what it was like doing what I was doing in a, a very solitary kind of situation and not really have anybody lean in. There was yeah. a lot of discouragement and and naysayers and stuff. But um, I just wanted to be in the Olympics to see where I stood on the podiums. And yeah. I, and I fucked it hard. <laughs> and then I left, you know. I ripped through Canadian show business in a very short time. And uh, I thought it would just kind of, there was just going to, su- successes were just going to show up. But I realized I really ran out of water. Yeah. You know, even after I'd won the Gemini Award, Mark Breslin would come up to me and says, if this was an Emmy, you'd have 30 managers and agents yeah. trying to put TV shows. Yeah. And, I, and, and that was great. Because I was like, that was, uh, uh, okay, I played this, I've worked within the structure of Canadian show business and achieved the level of success that only one other comic had won at that time. And I'm on a bus and people are trying to take my picture because I couldn't afford to transport myself in a car. Oh my God. It was just like, and I'm like, fuck, how long? This is wonky. That's kind of like the... A lot of comedians, I feel, have that. Like, they reach this level of success, but they haven't seen the... But success is, it, with notoriety being notarized by people in the industry, but fuck the industry. Fuck, yeah, we don't need them anymore. We don't need them. No, the the best comedians now are doing their own thing without the industry. Totally. And they were always doing the... We're starting to... Guys are seeing big payoffs. And, and, and you know, but 10 years ago, when there was a lot of, kind of, a handful of outlaw guys that were doing... You know, because I'd come up through uh, underground nightclubs and, and illegal after-hours clubs because my sh- thing that I was doing was at that time was, wasn't was ready for a comedy audience. No. It was a late-night freak-out. And um, so, um, fuck, what were you talking about? Boomer's asshole. Boomer's asshole. And then what? Uh, it was... Uh my, my, my future, I think. Your suicide watch. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no. You have to go to Toronto, man. And, it's, and then you can just drive. Anyway, you've clearly been told by the guys in your uh, age group that have come through here, like, what are you doing here? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, there's a few, a few Kelowna guys have already gone to Toronto, and they're over there now. And I feel like I'm probably the next one to go, either Toronto or, you know, off this planet. But... I don't know. I, I'm i definitely a lazy guy is my biggest problem with... Yeah, but go be lazy. You, that, I know. In it's, Toronto, I know. Yeah. it's like you be on stage, like just for just for your muse's yeah. uh, purpose is to go, I'm going to do... I got 10 shows booked this week and I'm going to make a little bit of scratch and hang out with some fucking killers. Yeah, that's the thing is... That's cool. That 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 appeals to me. Yeah, I see you're already framing it in your mind. And I'm you're never, I'm, I'm already thinking. Yeah, about it, yeah, you know, and you already know all these guys. That's why I was like sitting. I'm like, did this guy come out here with me? Oh no, he lives out here. Like it was like, oh, but eight years, man, make the jump, make the jump, because it's uh, it's the world is spinning a lot faster now. If you noticed, I did notice. Yeah, it, yeah, fucking. After twenty, I noticed that just yeah. everything speeds right. The fuck and up. now we got that nitrous boost over the last six months. Yeah, of just nervous white noise and fucking panic. It's fucking. It's a weird way to live these days. It's totally it's f- weird for I'm comedians. Not a blast. For, for comedians especially, it's like I don't. 
it's a balance of do I talk about this on stage? Are people tired of hearing about this? Yeah, not to mention, there's some people who haven't been outside in five months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, they haven't you know, left I their a, house. A friend of mine's mother was dying of cancer in the hospital, and she couldn't visit her while she was passing. Oh, Jesus. You know, so now I'm, I'm like, you got to come out to my show, and, like, just, I'll make it worse than your grand, your mother's death. Yeah, I'll make you forget about I'll it. I'll make you forget <laughs> from behind. Anyway, let's get back to this girl who burned herself with cigarettes so she could come. All right, yeah, She's so... She's in the front uh, row of my show. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, I prayed to the devil, and he awarded me with some good grease mitt. That's pretty cool, right? That is pretty cool. <laughs> I've never got anything from God. I know. Everyone's facing the wrong way. You gotta pray down. Pray down. Not up. There's nothing up there. Don't put your elbows on the bed. Put your knees on the bed. Get your face the on bed. the floor. Get under the, even better. Face your holes downstairs. No. I don't know. I wonder what I, the churches, are they doing any kind of rewrites on the apocalypse? Because yeah, I'm they, sure the, uh, the sky's falling people. Because and also, I think conspiracy theorists are at all time high. They're they're I oh they so. are going crazy. Yeah, er than they were before. Yeah, like when you bring Fred Flintstone theories back, like flat Earth stuff, and and it's like, this is why we're being punished. Yeah, this is totally why we're not aliens are turning over and they're flying saucers. Going, they're doing the flat planet shit again. Well, I'm sure God sent a plague at. Or was said to have was going to send a plague at some point, didn't he? I think what's Bible, happened here is that we've become so complacent with the human condition and lack of respect for life in general that we've been oh humans just think cursed. We think we're invincible. Yeah, humans. It's so gross, and we've finally been slapped into place. It's really fun to see that. <laughs> I think this is just forced camping. That's a good way to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've kind of had this. Uh, some people can't camp. Some people, you take them, put them in a wood, and go, okay, <clears throat> you know, not a necessarily a survival level, but simple uh, mechanics and, and uh, necessities. Put up a tent, start a fire. Put up a tent. A lot of people can't do that. I struggle with it. I struggle I with a tent. <laughs> I do, too. I lay the directions out, but uh, trying, you know... I found that you can find a lot of a value of a person is how they work in stressful situations that are dictated through nature that you have no control over, yet they have their own ways of dealing with those situations and watching them spin in, in something that is can be uh, dealt with very simply and with uh, calmness. And uh, then you have to bury them in the woods because they're just like, won't shut up. Yeah. You end up killing them with a shovel. <laughs> You're already in the woods. River. Yeah. You're like, you shouldn't be yelling at me. There's no one around. Yeah. Why are you, yeah. I don't care if you're in a wheelchair. Take the stairs. Take the, Take the stairs. Camping with a woman in a wheelchair? Yeah. I guess they. Well, with their they wheelchair, like fun you can, too. Really, you just keep them at the end of the diving board with, yeah. with a angry rat while they're chained to the other <laughs> side of it. <laughs> and then, ee, ee, <laughs> roll her beside the fire, hope she doesn't fall in. Do you have a dog? This seems like a dog town. Uh, I kind of share that 
Oh, yeah? That dog a little bit. You share the dog? She's kind of a comedy dog, yeah. That's cool. Me and my roommates have her over all the time. Well, that dog is, uh, you know, it hopped up into my lap immediately. Oh, last night? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's a sweetheart. She is a... a, That's the dog that will make you fat. She loves people. Nothing can make me fat, I've tried. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got the fastest metabolism on the planet. What, uh... What does your diet consist of? Anything with fruit in it? I don't eat a lot of fruit. No. I can see. Uh, a lot of a lot of chicken, a lot of steak. A lot oh yeah, a lot of protein. Potatoes. Yeah, it's Alberta. Know. Yeah, you're gonna be Alberta diet. A couple cobs of corn. Ooh, I love corn. Yeah, who doesn't love corn? Corn, man. right? Look at your face. Oh, uh, I want some corn smile. right now. What kind of corn do you go for? Oh, sweet, uh, uh, bread and butter corn, or no? What was it? Butter corn or um, sweet corn? Sweet corn. Yeah, I like sweet corn. That was my stripper name. Yeah. I can see that. I used to it's drink a fitting. lot of Guinness and cream corn and then spray the whole thing. <laughs> That's a great novelty. They, yeah. I used to come out dressed as a rooster and they go, rooster tail, rooster tail. <laughs> I get on all fours and leopard skin tattoos, knock glasses off, everything. It was a crazy time uh, at that Chuck E. Cheese that I got fired <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a day job? Yeah. Or did you? Oh, you I still work a, a day. Chef? I work, work at a pet store. You work at a pet store. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's all right. I mean, Not I, cool, cool, but uh, you get to hang out with animals. Get to hang out a lot with, better than people. I most. fucking love animals more, yeah. more than people, I would say. Yeah. Um, I so, get it. Who doesn't want unconditional love? Yeah. You're not going to get that from that fucking guy you were fucking in high school. Exactly. He isn't going to do it. Keith hasn't called me in fucking years. Keith never calls. He never calls. Never called me. Well, it's because he's an asshole. He's all whole. That's why I keep calling him. It's all whole. I work at a pet store, which <laughs> it's all right, but I just hate having to work a real job. Yeah, cause... why don't you move to Toronto and do comedy for real? Well, now I'm gonna. You gotta. I have to now. You gotta, man. Yeah, it's that, fucked. That'll probably like, happen. What's the problem? Do you have agoraphobia? You seem to be able to handle your state um, conversations. I'm a you. very anxious guy. Yeah, so am I. Very anxious. Um, that was. I've been, I don't know. I've, I've, I've been okay since I've been off those pills because I used to take antidepressants. I bet for you, if anxiety, you do a depression, adjustment but... on your diet, and buy and ride a bicycle three times. A day. <laughs> no, there's no uh, exercise. No exercise. I walk a lot at work. I'm always on my feet. You, that's why you want to kill yourself because you're malnutrition and under exercised. I've been eating better lately. I do. I do that uh, fucking uh, Hello Fresh or whatever now. Can you do a pull up? I could probably do one or two. Go down to the playground down at the end and try pull-ups. I was already there earlier. Yeah, you can't just beat <laughs> off of there. You gotta do a pull-up. <laughs> I'm tired now, though. What were you doing, man? That's, you're gonna fucking... Dude, you're gonna be pissing blood by the time you're my age. I'm 73 years old. You're 73? You look great. I walked from Hamilton to Toronto. That's probably why you look so good. I rode a bicycle from Niagara Falls to Toronto. A kid's bike. I was mocked for it. No one believed me. You know what I rode a... I ride BMX. Yeah. I rode a BMX bike... I know you're not really familiar with the kind of length of Ontario, but... Um, not really. Uh, from Niagara Falls to um, Toronto is uh, uh, about eight hour, nine hours. I think it was close to ten hours on a bicycle. Jesus Christ. They had mountain bikes, Boomer, yeah. blown out asshole. <laughs> and uh, his, no his, his girlfriend's uh, birthday, say happy birthday, Casey. Happy birthday, Casey. Not to sing it? <laughs> I don't see. <laughs> so, 
But uh, I think next year we're going to go to Hawaii and uh, try and fall into a volcano. But no exercise. Just bike into one. Bike into it. Yeah. Like, like evil comedian. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so no, you're not going to exercise. Ah, I'm t- again, lazy. No. I'm too fucking lazy. Do you have older sisters? An older brother who's pretty much built the same. He's a bit bigger, but he's kind of the same body type he's as me. He's going to lose his toes to diabetes, your brother. Does he have diabetes? He, he has no toes. Already. He, already, he has no toes. He already lost them. How did I know that? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he lost them in a poker game. He lost them. He couldn't pay the guy, so he took his toes. He started, the guy's got a key He started chain. betting toes. He bet his toes. Yeah, I'll I bet, bet you the big one. You can't handle these toes. Ten toes says. We're going to a show this evening. Salmon Arm. Yeah. Fuck. What time is it? Uh, we're at six thirty. Yeah, we're supposed to leave around seven. Yeah. How long is that drive? Just over an hour? Actually an hour and 20 or something. That's not bad. The show's at 9.30. And there's so. two shows. There's a first show and a second show. You know they're going to be fucking wasted for us. Oh, yeah. Because the first show, they were trash. Last, last night, night, the first yeah. show, they were... Yeah, they the, were really the back sober. table especially yeah. was wasted. I must have told everybody's wife to fuck off. It's an hour 13 drive. Oh, that's not bad. So... Uh, Armageddon, we're here in Kamloops, um, I'm doing my shows, I got more shows, I'm doing Edmonton and Calgary next week. That'll be fun, Edmonton's a nice scene. I don't like it. You don't like it? I prefer Calgary. You prefer, oh, okay. Yeah, Edmonton, I don't know what it is, it's just, it just reminds me of Hamilton too much. Oh, okay. That's why I think, it's like, oh, just do this at home. You've never been to Hamilton? You'd probably... You would actually look like a homeless person. I've seen the Thai Cats play the Blue Bombers, though. I've only seen one Thai Cat game, and I went to high school across the street from the place. Oh, really? Not a sports. Me neither. No. I was just with my dad's from Winnipeg, so. You're forced. You're forced to go, yeah. My uh, dad's from New Brunswick, so I'm forced into anal. Makes sense. He's dead. Anyway, (laughs) um, what do you got coming up? Uh, a gun under the chin. A gun in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, after this, I think I have a show in Scotch Creek on the thirtieth, headlining there. Uh, and after that, I don't think I have anything really planned. Yeah. Um. Do my own podcast with my buddy Josh. He's another comedian. Mm-hmm. Probably meet him this weekend. Called the Back Table Comedy Podcast. That's on all the platforms. I don't know. We just kind of try and re- we used to. The original idea we always recorded after a show, so we would, and would follow up of what just happened. Yeah, we were trying to capture the whole after a show hanging with comics. Experience. Well, I was just going to bring that up. I was going to cut this off, and then maybe on the car ride back home, we can do a little discussion on uh, the aftermath of that because we're kind of like, uh, yeah, let's do that. There's so much kind of like dredge during the day. It's like, is the show going to get canceled? Yeah. Is the is what what is what is coming down there, the pipe? I don't think people realize how much is going through a comedian's head before a show. On top of this new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I know. B- before COVID. Yeah. I don't think anyone really uh, understands. Like people I, are always coming up to you and it's like, I'm just trying to think about my fucking jokes yeah. right now. Oh yeah. And then my my exes find weakness in that and that's when they come in for those fucking arguments. Yeah. Holy fuck. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. like, you think you're the first one to try and fuck me? You cunt? Yeah. Fired. Done. Fired. And I've, I've always said that I don't judge any comedian for how they act about two hours before they go on stage. Yeah. Unless yeah. they're, you know, raping a 
child or something. Yeah, no, there's some, uh, look at, you know, there's there's a uh, uh, superstitions and all kinds of quirkiness that goes involved to get you to put your first foot in the best position yeah. to start. It's just as a half a chance, but yeah. No, I used to, uh, because I was so freaked out all the time, I used to just keep headphones on. Yeah. And just stay out of the way. I just retreat into my own head. Yeah. I just stay quiet. I've had people talk to me for minutes and look them dead in the eye and I'm not listening to them. Oh, same. I'm just looking through them, thinking about what formulas am I going to apply in this situation? Mm -hmm. Because uh, I don't know what you're telling me about. Your life is boring and uh, that's all I hear. The worst is when before a show another comic is just telling you one of their outright telling you one of their bits yeah it's like I'm gonna see this in 10 minutes I'm trying to think of my own bits yeah it's a panic thing yeah and they're they're, they're their hands are hanging off the side of the boat <laughs> and they're trying to pull on your pants yeah like, let me in yeah and they're like this is a fucking paddle boat <laughs> I'm here with my aunt I'm on an inner tube fuck off <laughs> yeah it's t- yeah you literally you literally feel like an inner tube I'm on an inner tube and there's three holes in it I'm losing air stop yeah. Hanging off of it, please. And money is falling out of my pocket. Yeah, it's of it's filled with falling out. coins. Are just Student going loans, everywhere. Yeah, just rolls of quarters. All my laundry money is just rolling down. Um, my family's respect. And then <laughs> I got you pulling on my leg. Are you, your folks, do they watch or they pay attention? Uh, do they have any interest, any musicians in your family? No musicians. I'm kind of the only artist. My dad has always been a funny guy. But yeah. they definitely did not. They were, they were always supportive. Yeah, but they definitely did not. Very, di- very think. separated from show. They have no idea what the show. Absolutely, yeah. they worked. They went to college right after school. They yeah. got jobs. I've never been like that. Um, like even a few years in, they're still saying like, "So what about school? What do you think about going back to school?" I. They think they look at it like like you got a paper route for the summer. Yeah, exactly. Pick up some extra cash. I distinctly remember when they stopped doing that, though, because I would think I was. Did you get on TV or, or some sort of no, reference in the paper? No, I was like three or four years in, I guess. Yeah. Three years in. And have you ever heard of Jamie Charest? Uh, the guy who hung himself? No, no, he's still alive. Uh, um, he's, he's, he was kind of a local headliner guy. And uh, <laughs> he's dead now. But, Is he uh, dead? No, he's still alive. Aww. He just has kids. Aww, so he's basically sorry. Yeah, they're dead. Um, I cross them off the list. Every time I see a baby picture, I just put a big red ass. Yeah. <laughs> Fired. He brought me to Salmon Arm, actually, and where we're going tonight. I've never been! It's a, it was a, Yeah, it's a good town. I like it. My friend, who I started out doing comedy with, I don't think you've crossed paths, Brad Brake, no. moved to Seattle. We started comedy together in Vancouver in 96. He'd, he'd hurt his leg and had been on crutches. And somebody, he I guess he had bombed or something, and he smashed his crutches up against the garbage cans and stuff and was freaking out <laughs> after the show, fell down. Anyway, yeah, and I just remember him saying salmon arm. Like, I didn't even know that was a place. But I distinctly, the way he told the story, he's very, you know, Farley-esque, very yeah. emotionally. But I'm like... As he's telling me, I'm trying not to laugh because he's, he was in some serious pain. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I did two shows, 10 minutes each show, 400 bucks. Oh, so it was a money issue. They don't, your parents don't want you to start with that? It was 400 bucks and then they never brought up school ever again after wow. I told them about that. They're like, okay. They like it was so easy. Okay, he can actually survive off of this yes. at some point in his life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't know. What it, what that is? No, like they they don't, and they 
And it's worse than they, they think it is. Oh, yeah. The fact yeah. that you got paid that 400 bucks. That was... How many $400 checks have you been cut over the last eight not years? A not a <laughs> not lot. Not a lot. No. There's very few of them out there. Like, there's salary caps. You know, you know. there's kind of like a tier system of, of like, pay scales that mm-hmm. have been in place since... Uh, they haven't changed in almost 30 years. In almost 30 years, the, the money is... And that's why a lot of the talented guys have stepped into corporate gigs and things like that and subsided into the debt. Uh, I don't see myself in no, a corporate gig world. Definitely no. not with my material. But, you know, some of these guys got wives and kids and they, they got, you know, you can't take the cow to the market and come back with beans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a hilarious drinking story for your wife. Yeah. And all your money's gone, you know? I can usually see. You would not believe what happened. We were so fucked up. She's holding two twins. Yeah. Oh, I puked. Look at all this hot dog. I don't even like hot I don't even remember hot dogs. Yeah. When do we get fucking hot dogs? <laughs> but we got, uh, I thought we had, it's sold out tonight. Tonight, I believe, is sold out. Last night was sold out. I've been Last doing night, nothing but sold yeah. out shows because it's easy to sell 50 tickets. Yeah, well, that's the cute. Cool when you're at half capacity, out. it's pretty yeah. easy to sell. Third it. capacity in some cases, but uh, can we smoke weed in your car? Yep, that's cool. That's weed a cool cigarettes, car. dude. A lot of white people don't let me smoke in their car. I feel like there's. I not guess a lot you're of, not like probably not uh, a lot of cops between here and Salmon Arm. One of those uh, um, decompression spine things you hang upside down and open your posture. If you think my spine is bad, wait till you meet my buddy Josh. Is he fucked up? He's God, he looks shaped like a question it's mark. It's depression. Just you, like you, brain you, depression or no, body because depression? You, you, you've been in this fucking fishbowl that's only so deep that you grew out of four years ago. And now you're just a fat fish in the water. Yeah. So now you start to get atrophy. Where your muscles start to, and your body starts to fold in. Take a picture of yourself sideways and take a hard look at you. I've seen it. It's not pretty. I'm trying to get you to kill yourself. I know. You're <laughs> trying very hard. I, I have my way. Listen, I, we're going to take a break from this because I think we're going to have a story on the way home. I think I have a sneaky... Oh, I guarantee there's going to be something. <laughs> I know. I can tell you got your hands on your hips while you're telling me like this angry aunt. Oh, there's going to be There's going to be trouble tonight, Jason. <laughs> All right. Well, stay tuned for part two, folks. We're going to go fuck some dogs in, uh, in uh, Merritt. I oh, know we're going to Salmon. Salmon Arm. Sa- I don't know where it is. Salmon Arm, BC. It's a real place. It's about an hour and ten minutes here from Kamloops. I'm sure it's lovely. Um, it's one of the few cities I've never done shows in in the entire country. So uh, we're going to have some fun tonight. Who else is on the show with us? Uh, I think it's Ernie again. Ernie from again? last night, yeah. And you're hosting. Um, the MC well, I requested again, yeah. you for that. So that, uh, unfortunately... But you did a great job. You... You know, you, Thanks, you, you've clearly been forced into the hosting position. I hate off, it. Yeah. I hate it. I was but uh, I could see you being very diplomatic and doing the hosting job. Nice. How you guys doing? You know, there's there's a bridge. It's just there. something you got to do. Like, I've seen hosts just immediately go into their act. They won't even introduce the show. It's like, what are you doing? No, because their act is holes in it. Yeah. And they're doing panic. Exactly. And they're doing plate spinnings. And then the audience is in a frenzy. And then... It, it all falls apart in a second. Yeah. Those guys are fucked. I've, I know we have to wrap, but I saw, one saw a guy, it was so fucking, co- he'd been, he was actually my old roommate, so I knew he was coked out. He had been up for two days. He was supposed to host a show. <laughs> he goes, he gets up, he does like three, five terrible minutes, 
Yeah. Didn't introduce Cocaine the show. Comedy doesn't do. He's hosting coked he, up. He hosted coked up, drunk. Didn't introduce the show. Just went right into his act. He gets off stage. The first comedian just goes up, does hosting duties, and continues hosting for the rest of yeah. the show. He was done. He was off. He got off. fired. He was. He got out. fired on the show. He had a but good talking. The to. show must go on. Yeah, you can't. You can let. You can't. It was kind of like, all right. Well, now that that weird guy is out of here, let's start the show. And then they're like, oh, someone's taking control of this. Yeah, yeah. Not this panicked toddler on stage, a light in his face, <laughs> greasy ham eyes. Yeah, no. You just described him perfectly. But the uh, the comic, comics are, are, you know, look, we don't have any kind of union or, you know, there's nobody, you know, somebody, there's some comedians that look at me as like a peer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like the younger guys or something, but... I try and uh, I try and plant good seeds, but fuck it, let's go make a funny. Let's do it. Let's go destroy salmon arm. Well, hey, welcome to part two of the Andrew Crone podcast. Hello, with Jason Rouse. Uh, it's not Crone. We're going with we're dropping the S. Yeah, drop and the S. Not only dropping the S, I dropped a few F words last night at the show because we had some disgruntled. Some there were some uh, ladies present okay. in the very front row. Let's start at the base of it. There was a, um, an army of uh, Captain Lou Obano lookalikes in the front row. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, but I definitely noticed they were sitting. From oldest to youngest, like yes. down the line, like Russian dolls. But what you didn't notice, it was who had the most babies. Yeah, it oh, goes the started other the other way. Yeah, yeah, it went the other way. So you had blown out, horse-saddled, dead wombs. 21-year-old. And not to mention, <laughs> that was some of his daughters. Was there, were they actually his daughters? I had a sneaking suspicion because he kept looking over. Anyway, what happened was is I did a show last night uh, with Andrew and... Um, it was in a nice little theater. It's a great little theater, yeah. Great little theater. The acoustics were great. I was a little thrown off when I walked in until I started talking, but the ceiling was about well, thirty feet high with an arch. Rounded, it. and people's laughter would just bounce off. Yeah, like, it was when you were doing crowd work with those, uh, with two of the, those two girls that were behind the, mm-hmm. the ladies. Um, like I could hear their answers as if they were right beside me. Yeah, it was trippy. Yes, you know that in certain concrete structures or something that if you stand in certain areas, it, the the sound will bounce. So yeah, it did kind of, but you didn't have that quality on stage. No, it was kind of flat and 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 empty, a lot like uh, the show. <laughs> Great way to so, describe it. Yeah. So that was a little uh, a little soundbite from. Um, the uh, me trying to wrap up the show and say good night. Yeah, that was, that was near the end, yeah. It was... Um, it was like right before I gave you the light, I think. So we drove an hour and ten from Kamloops to Salmon Arm. Um, now that... My friend who I started out doing comedy with, Brad Brake, had told me a crazy story about a gig in Salmon Arm where after the gig he was smashing his crutches up behind the club. Uh, probably in that theater where, where I took probably, a piss behind probably, the garbage yeah. can. Yeah, it had that potential. Um, that would be like that. That'd be a fuck. I, it sucks because we were like, 
We had a, uh, an old theater in a small Canadian town that clearly some show business had been done in there. A lot of, I feel like well, that stage saw a lot of live shows. A lot of live shows. It yeah. was perfect. It had great lighting, the setup and everything. Yet the people, and when I say the people, the front row. It was really just them. Just them. And, yeah. But I think the people who, look, at they didn't know. That's why they sat in the front. We're going to go bug the comedians. Yeah, they don't do their research, they, clearly. They looked at they, none of that. They fucked up that time. Do you think I was excessively um, mean? Do I think so? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Would others think so? Maybe. Right. Give, give me your top three favorite Jason Rouse-isms. Uh, definitely, um, <laughs> what was it, sit on a shit knife or something? Oh, like a shit that? cup. Why don't you go... Sit on a shit, jump on a shit covered. Knife. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. That one. was a good. That, that's a that's a crowd splitter. Um, it's not a line, but the act out where you jerk off with a gun in your mouth and then tell people that that's, that's what they're going to remember at tonight when they're trying to sleep. It's a silhouette that you just can't shake. Yeah, it's kind of like the silhouette of Boomer's asshole. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to shake that. No, you can't shake it. You can't shake it. No, I saw that last night in my dreams. Actually. It's like Candyman. Yeah. Do you remember Candyman? Candyman. It's the, it's, that's the one with the bees, right? Yeah, the bees yeah, and the yeah. hook hand dude. Very lanky black guy with a, uh, had a crazy voice. They kind of just threw a bunch of different things together for him, didn't they? Like, oh, we'll have him have bees and a hook hand they, and... Uh, uh, oh, the pitch meeting. Yeah. That was a third pitch in a meeting that was going bad. Was like that's how people get big deals. Three different like horror movie villains just into yeah. one. No, and not to mention like... Uh, it's huge. It was a huge series. Anyway, I liked it. I was scared of it. I was like, what the fuck? What the what's the, How does the hook stay on the bone? Yeah. But I realized, it it's a movie. It doesn't really matter. No. He also has bees coming out of his mouth. Yeah, he got <laughs> murdered by bees. Doesn't he, doesn't he like leave a trail of honey? Or am I imagining that? I think there was a honey thing. Yeah, there was anyway, a honey aspect to it as well. Um, those girls are all... Like, the one was, like, 21 with six kids. Yeah, the youngest one had the most kids. The youngest one had the most kids. But, I mean, salmon arm. Every girl in the front was 900 pounds overweight and confident. About it, yeah. Yeah. I feel like those... Like a bouncer confidence. Yeah, like, those might have been the hot girls in town. We don't know. Yeah, but they've been getting fucked since they were 13. That's why they have So that's why they get 60-year-old bodies and 57 kids. Rode hard and put away wet. Rode hard and put away wet. That's Let, a great name for a strip club. Yeah, it is. Rode hard is right next to yeah, put away wet. Put away wet. It's the after club. There's no, uh, like, again, what are you doing out here? Again, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> What's going on? I, I get it. It sucks starting over in a new school. Yeah. But this one, you're the... Like, you know what I like about high school girls is they, you know, you're that I guy. I keep you're getting Matthew. older, they stay the yeah. same age. Yeah, you're Matthew McConaughey in Kamloops. Yeah, well. <laughs> when you put it that way, <laughs> it's a it classier. makes it a lot more depressing. Yeah. You can't be Matthew McConaughey at high school. No. What is, um, yeah, you can go to, go to Toronto then. Well, <laughs> now I'm going to. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you and be like, Jason, I'm dude, here, I'm in Toronto, and, dude, you're, and you're gonna I'm be like, who the fuck you. is this again? I can't wait to just see you in the fall when I'm back and go, I told you. Told you so. You're gonna go, oh, fuck, six months of like 
resetting up my mailing address phones and just doing okay the stores over here uh, the, these are the clubs that thing you're gonna go like oh god I've been scratching my asshole yeah for so long I have been I want to screw now. Now it's time to scratch Boomer's asshole. I don't yeah, and Boomer lives in Toronto. You can Perfect. Down, he'll let you scratch his asshole. <laughs> he's a total. He would totally let you scratch his asshole. But people, because he's such a hulking human being, that no one wants to get in arm's length. Yeah. I pushed a couple open micers in front of him, and he pulled them in half. <laughs> he just twisted him like taffy and threw them in the ground. <laughs> like like the two T Rexes pulling that guy apart yeah. in the second Jurassic Park. Yeah, movie. totally yeah. that. But his hands with his yeah. Raptors. The, his they're, asshole they're... is Jabba the Hutt. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Not the Sarlacc pit. Oh no! With the tentacles coming out, dragging people in. That's what I thought. But did the did the, the what's the pit called? Oh the the all oh, the. Hmm. Here's my nerd. Uh, uh, it's called the Sarlacc or the Pit of Carcoon. The Pit of Carcoon. Okay, well, instead of spikes, Boomer has, well, like, pinworms. Yeah, well. He says he's, if it gets any worse, he's moving up north and opening up a bait shop over there. <laughs> <laughs> Good money in that. Uh, beautiful town. We've been here for uh, three days. Well, I've been here for three days in Kamloops, but this is old hat for you. You've clearly been through this part of the country uh, yeah times. I've done all these fucking small towns oh first of all um, what's his name from the show uh, uh, Le, uh, uh, Le Comer, um, Sean LeComber drove 10 hours yeah from Edmonton just, just okay listen to this this is Canadian show business folks this fucker drives 10 hours straight to the gig for a half filled theater for a half filled theater for you know especially at this time anybody who's getting a fucking five bucks in show business yeah. is a hero for me. Uh, anybody who get paid to be an artist in this world we're living in right now is like, you know, we're crazy. It's like, no one wants to go out. Everyone's shell-shocked. The audience, like, you know, you look like you just climbed out of a Maytag box <laughs> onto the stage. So they're like, this yeah. guy knows how we feel. Yeah, yeah. But you've been like COVID for the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah, my life didn't really change a whole lot. No. I'm not gonna lie. Comics didn't really change. Like my, I st- I didn't do comedy as much, and that was really the big difference with COVID. I still stayed inside. Yeah, all day. So. Yeah, you're making the same, a little less money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Pretty much at this point, comedy just kind of supplemented the yeah. income. Like it made it easier. Yeah, didn't I can't pay my bills with just comedy. Yet. No, it was gravy to your. But life. I definitely noticed a hit. When, sure. When everything shut down. Everybody took percentages. Any comedian that was demanding or had the uh, status of drawing large crowds. Yeah. Because they were getting big paychecks. Like, you do 20,000 seater, you're getting a million bucks at a base yeah. as a famous stand-up comedian is just a walk on stage. So now, you know, you weren't really performing... Look at you know you weren't doing the Ron James tour or no. the Jerry D. No, no, no. You no, know no. You, you didn't take that theater beating. No, you took the B's and C's. Occasionally, what you get a couple like, you know, kind of red carpety type gigs a year. A couple, yeah, yeah. but mostly bars. Yeah, a lot of bars. A lot some of bars and small towns. Well. Some of them are run better than comedy clubs, especially when the uh, management is in the comedy for the first six months, and then they're like, "We got to get rid of this fucking place." Yeah, these guys stink. They're um, showing their dicks to the waitresses, <laughs> right? 
Never been that kind. Of, uh, I did date a waitress, but that was at my home club. Everybody's date a waitress. Yeah. Any transient person is going to fuck somebody at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention the people that are working the restaurant industry. I don't know if you've done that, but uh, no. They, it's it's like uh, biodome, like with Polly Shore. Everyone is banging the dishwasher. Oh, it's just incest. Everybody yeah. gets fucking. Everyone's fucking everyone. <laughs> oh. Are you leaking? <laughs> I need baby wipes and a knot. I think sock. they have wet wipes downstairs. <laughs> uh, those sterilizing things, but I can't get the chair up to the spray thing. They freak out when you put your asshole near a hand sanitizer. sanitizer. I'm like, I didn't see the hand. I just saw sanitize. I don't discriminate against body parts. No. You eat anything that's on the floor, though. Yeah. Well. <laughs> a uterus, a hunk of bloody hair on a hammer. Hey, I gotta get my protein somehow. You know, I knew a guy that said that. He used to beat off into a bathtub until he drowned. Well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's get back to it. We're in Kamloops. Uh, uh, they wanted to uh, cancel the show in Merritt. Or, oh. sorry, in... Uh, yeah, Merritt. Yeah, Merritt. You're in Merritt tonight. Yeah, because yeah, the numbers were low, but I have a sneaking suspicion there's going to be a lot of last-minute Larry showing up. Because they're too dumb to book tickets on their phones. Oh yeah, Merritt's. You a, know what I mean. Merritt's kind of a hick town. That's where the country, like me, World Country Music Festival, happens in Merritt, BC. Okay. Yeah, I knew. I knew it had some sort of kind of like, you know, this place because of yeah. these events type of stuff. But um, I, I don't think I've, I've been there in years. I haven't even been in this part of the country in so long. But um, last night was good. I thought two shows here in Kamloops were probably the best. That, that one I like those ones better. Yeah. yeah. That was a, a kind of a, I think the staging and, and the sound was on point and stuff. I think, you know, when we went into to, to the gig, there was, no one knew what the fuck was going on. No. Yeah. Like, the, it was like... Last night or the... No. Last night. Yeah. Yeah, tonight. Kamloops here, the night before, was great. But those guys were like, we kind of just nerds that run a little movie theater. We yeah. Use these kind of out loud... Comedians are going to be here for a minute. We'll just kind of do that. And just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's weird when you walk into a theater and you're looking for somebody that works there. Yeah, we were... We could have just robbed yeah. the place. could have just walked up. in, took all the candy. All the licorice. All the licorice we wanted. All the licorice. We could have Willy Wonka that we shit. could have started our own store. Oh, my body's fucked. I think I fell down the stairs again. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, I haven't fallen down the stairs. You know whose body is probably fucked today? Rosie O'Donnell? Um, our, our friend Sterling. Cause Why? Because last night, about one in the morning, I'm with the other comics. We're just hanging out, drinking beers. And I get a call from Drew, the guy who's running the whole thing. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, are you up still? Yeah, I'm up. Are you with anybody? Yeah, I am. Right, I'm going to need your help in about 15 minutes with Sterling. What? He got so fucking drunk last night. No. He left his phone and his keys and everything at the, the venue, jumped in a car with these random girls. Oh, no. And I guess he somehow managed to realize where he was and got back to the venue. Is Drew what, he drove out to Chase to get him. <laughs> and then, so me and a bunch Chase, of Chase, what's that? That's the uh, town between here and Salmon Arm. Would we talk in half hour? Yeah, 40 minutes. Wow. So that's not like a wander off to a bush park no, nearby. No, it's I gotta go rescue this guy. So he pulls up outside the hotel. See, I'm not the problem. No, you, you everybody thinks I'm the shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm totally shit. But anyway, pulls up. I open the back door and 
My first. That's why I didn't respond to my podcast uh, 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 thing. Anyway, he's sleeping. My first fucking like thought is he's fucking dead. That's how he oh, looked. Yeah, yeah. That's how he looked. He was just hunched over Where? in the in the back seat of the car. Oh. And he's he had vomit and drool all down sure. his face. I I'm like, hey, hey Sterling. I've never even met him before. This is the first time I've met him. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. I'm like, hey Sterling, man, I'm here to help you. I'm gonna get you out of this car. Fuck you. Fuck off. I was like, he doesn't mean that. So I'm just yeah. gonna power oh. through. I like I I pull him up and he has puke in his afro. Oh. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. And I like pull him up and I tug him to get out. And his head just goes right into my chest. Puke, Hot dogs. Puke just down my chest. I'm like, whatever. Now I have it on me. Yeah, I don't you've care been now. that guy. Now I have it on me. I'm just going to help him get to his room. Didn't you tell me a story where you shit your pants at a coat check in a dyke bar? <laughs> and they got kicked out for bringing... Yeah, that was me. <laughs> was that you? No, it wasn't me. No? No. Are you sure? I did not. I was having a smoke on fire. No, it was not me. Oh, that, that other guy. It could have been a homeless guy that looked like mean. me. You, I, until I look I like everyone eye contact, here. Yeah, you do look like a guy who's got a bit of his shit together. In people, comparison to the street people. Yeah. Normal <laughs> people don't approach me on the street because they figure I'll approach them. That's usually how it goes. Well, you're not really separating yourself from the street folk and people who have their shit together. You're kind of like... There's not really identifying. You have no tattoos. You don't. You, you don't look like you. Oh, I mean, like no, aggressively. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, tattoos are aggressive now. Like the face shit. That, yeah. that used to be, uh, um, you know, a warning. Like stay away. Stay away. Yeah. Give that guy with the rattlesnake on his face a little distance. A little bit of distance. Just a bit of space. And I'm guessing he's gonna have his coffee black. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Think ahead a little bit, but I don't know if you were gonna face tattoo, what would you go with? Uh, uh, some sort of like I would, wildlife scene. I would tattoo your face on top of my face. Steve-O's kind of got a, something on that on his it's back. It's on his back though. Yeah. I'm going full face, but, and not even my own face. But they just think you were dying. I, th- I don't think you look that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you looked over my shoulder when you said, "I don't think you look that bad." Oh, I didn't even make eye contact. Didn't make eye contact. When I said it, yeah, did I? Yeah, no. Yeah, was, you, know, you don't look that bad. <laughs> Looking everywhere yeah. but at you. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst part is you can't see how cold that was. Uh, I feel great though. I was gonna go run, I run the bridges and do pull-ups, but it looks like there's a bit of a Texas tornado going on. Yeah, it's supposed to thunder and lightning. Apparently, yeah. it's gonna be uh, a good night for comedy because I think people are gonna uh, realize that. Fuck, it's raining, winter's coming, let's get out and do some stuff before we're shoveling snow. But, uh, so you're moving to Toronto, how exciting. (laughs) That's cool. Can I live with you? I live in Los Angeles, and I'm currently uh, gearing up to move to Texas. Texas, that's right, that's what you were telling me uh, on Thursday. I've never been, Um, it's the only place I've ever um, decided to move to without testing the waters, but... The good thing about now is all the water's tainted. Everyone's going over there, too. Yeah. Like Rogan and... Uh, of course. There was one more. Though. Elon Musk. Elon Musk, yes. You know that, what I mean? He's like, a very funny comedian. There's uh, there's just... If shit's going to get done, let's be honest, Texas is going to do it. It's yeah, America, but it's It's still Texas. outlaws down there, yeah. It's outlaws. It's rebels. You know, I like that. I like those stakes of... <clears throat> Being in an environment where everybody has a gun on them. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, where in I don't Texas? think there's a lot of fucking around. Look at the hippie part of it. I'm not going like, out like, to uh, prove my worth in fucking some fucked up redneck town. I'm going so to Austin. Austin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Barbecue That's... and sh- shitty acoustic uh, guitar players. Yeah, here Austin's you know, the, the place to be if you're in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not as an entertainer. Music festivals and, and yeah. things. I always found that the people in music would were easily uh, to pick up on what I was doing. They were kind of the first to get it. The road life, right? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, uh, we got a show tonight. Uh, you're performing here in town? Yeah, I'm opening for Sterling, actually. Oh, shit. That should be that was That was one of the... We got him back to the hotel room, and we got him on the bed. He, we have a bucket with him. And he just goes, I didn't even know who the fuck you guys are. And I just... Actually, we're your openers tomorrow. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. What he, was he drinking? Tequila? Apparently everything. Yeah, this town kind of... I'm glad I'm over it. I haven't had booze in almost four years now. But um, I had some fucking horrendous... Like, especially in some of the Scandinavian countries, you'd think, like... I don't know how much alcohol I drank in Finland. You do have one of the better quit drinking stories I've heard, though. Yeah, it's a good... I, I wanted to end out on that. You know, not on this show, but... Um, uh, Everyone's got to kind of like, oh, you know, the sad, I, my wife left yeah. me or whatever, some, whatever goes on in an AA meeting or what have you. But um, I wanted a, uh, just a, a, a cherry on top. And I didn't like it. It was just the hangovers were crushing. Traveling, food, yeah. you know. That's the worst part is when you wake up the next day and you either just... You're late for your flight. Yeah. He's and you've got up. puke on your afro. <laughs> yes. Right? Oh, man. I, oh, I, I would be feeling okay hot tonight. Dog. He'll be fine. Just give him some Pedialyte. He's supposed to film his uh, coke. supposed to film a special tonight on the first show, I think. What? Yeah. And that's what Jordan kept telling him. Like, you know, you're filming a special tomorrow. He's like, ah, I don't... Wow. Okay, well, we'll see how that goes, yeah. everybody. Uh, thanks for being on the show, Andrew. Yeah, thanks Crone. for having me. And um, where can people find you? Oh, that's right, Toronto. Toronto. You're going to yeah. be headlining Levity Comedy Club in Hamilton sometime during the uh, months of September and October. Um, or you'll be middling for me. So one or the other. Either way, I'm fine with either you got to get the fuck out. As, am I saying out like Canada? No, you, you, that was a hard O-U. That was an out. 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 That yeah. sounds American, yeah. right? Out. Out. Not oot. Oot. Yeah, get I know. Oot. Out. Hey, get out. Yeah, no, I've seen, uh, I've watched enough Canadian television over the last couple of days to start, I'm, my, my Canadian dialect is sliding in, and I probably sound just Canadian to everybody all the time, but uh, I notice it more on, especially certain coasts in Canada, and uh, I don't know whatever they're doing in Newfoundland, but uh, it's a different kind of English. Yeah, that's barely English sometimes. It's a sing, it's a song of yeah, hope it's... and virtue, and anyway... Love the East Coast. I love the West Coast. June 25th, Vancouver, 25th anniversary show. I'm working on some limited edition uh, anniversary uh, merchandise. Um, Send me money. Uh, My job doesn't exist anymore, (laughs) but I'm making it work. Uh, I got a special coming out uh, in the fall of this year, which, let's be honest, it's going to be out at Christmas um, somewhere. You'll be able to find it. And... um, Check out my upcoming shows. I'm going to be in Calgary. How did that sound? Calgary. 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 
Calgary. I'll be in Calgary. Calgary and Edmonton in the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to Medio, Saskatchewan for 10 days to spend time with my cousin. Medio? Medio. Medio. Is that how you say it? I've never even heard of it. No. No. Uh, the closest side to Edmonton and Calgary in the middle. Okay. Across the top of the corner of uh, Saskatchewan. Anyway, I've never been. I've been looking at... New Bedford's supposed to be near there. It's supposed to be a nightmare. Never heard of it. Yeah. No. Anyway, Canadian geography and education system has once failed us both. (laughs) Uh, uh, That's it. Go to my Patreon. Go to my Instagram. And thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Jason Rouse, 666, saying... Fuck your cat. (laughs) Sniff your sack. (laughs) I don't care what society thinks.